Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another edition of the Boxing Voice Radio. I am your host, Nesta Gibbs. Solo Dolo, Scarface, no Manolo, and we're here to be discussing Tiafimo Lopez and his ESPN telecast ratings. What they peaked at, what they averaged at, and the fact that he's now contesting that he questioned himself. He's basically saying he played a trick on us, and we're the dummies here. So we're going to be discussing a little bit of T.O. and his ratings right here on TBV. If you're joining us on YouTube, don't forget to smash that thumbs up button as it's going to help with the visibility of the show. It'll put this episode in the eyes of other boxing fans and we can potentially get some new callers. The call-in number is 1425-569-5241. Call in if you want to voice your opinion, you want to give us your thoughts on Tiafimo Lopez refuting that he is lacking confidence. And I quote, I know I got it. Are you dumb? Now, remember, this is all stemming off the back of, obviously, Tio uh, getting caught with a hot mic, asking uh, the Spanish translator for ESPN whether or not he still has it. He was caught in a vulnerable state, um, questioning himself, and once that audio went viral, He's now denying that, you know, he's lacking any sort of confidence. So we'll see exactly what happens uh, once Teal steps back in the ring. He is just coming off of um, a very controversial win over Sandor Martin. So we don't expect them to be fighting anytime soon. But what is making headwaves, obviously, is the ratings. Uh, some may be looking at the ESPN telecast of Teofimo Lopez and Sandor Martin, uh, a fight that averaged about 951,000, but peaked at 972,000, right? Or 907,000, something like that. The point is that it's a, it's a bit of a slip. It's under that million mark that we're accustomed to uh, from stars and from, you know, a network as big as ESPN. So some are questioning whether Tio is slipping. Now you got to remember, are these great numbers? Especially since this was coming off the back of the uh, Heisman Trophy, whatever, right? It was so much uh, hoopla about Tio fighting on this date because of the added attention that he can get. And it seems like it did a normal rating, you know. Uh, Lopez's previous fight on ESPN, a seven-rounder with Pedro Campas on August 13th, was watched by an average audience of 890. And that drew a peak audience of 913. Now, this did do better than that one. But again, this was off the back of, you know, a broadcast that was supposed to have some, you know, hype because of the Heisman. Uh, so I, I, I don't know. I, I expected bigger numbers for sure. Um, so I'm looking at it as a bit of a slippage, man. Um, it, like I said, slightly drew higher than his viewership on ESPN 
his last time out, but again, there was so much put into this date, um, so much put into the fact that he was going to be fighting uh, off the back of the Heisman that I just figured we'd get better numbers. Now, the bout before Lopez, uh, which only lasted, I believe, two rounds, was Jared Anderson. So maybe that didn't help, you know, Tio's case. Anderson did his job and got Jerry Forrest out of there very quickly. Um, and that fight drew an average of 825,000. Jared Anderson, remember, he's 13-0, 13 KOs. So top rank has two big guys with perfect uh, knockout ratios. Arthur Betterbeeve in the light heavyweight division and now big baby Jared Anderson in the heavyweight division from Toledo, Ohio. Now, uh, again, that, that fight averaged about 825,000 viewers. So being as though that it only did two rounds, it didn't help T.O.'s case. And uh, Keyshawn himself did very well because he averaged about 821,000. So overall, it was a strong telecast, but I did expect bigger numbers because of the time slot, um, which no one's made much mention of, you know? But before this fight, that's what the bulk of the hype of this date uh, was surround around was Heisman and how ESPN promotes it. And, you know, you've seen Tio, even Tio after the fight, he took the pictures, you know, those famous uh, Heisman Trophy picture poses. So, uh, looks like, you know, it didn't work out exactly how, how top rank expected, but I still feel like it was a very strong average for all the other undercard fighters. I mean, even uh, Xander Zayez came in with a decent average, as did Anderson, which we spoke about, and Norfolk's, uh, Virginia's Keyshawn Davis. Um, so everybody drew pretty well. Like, Keyshawn shut out Juan Carlos Burgos, and he attracted about 745,000 viewers. So these are strong numbers. I mean, remember, Keyshawn was 7-0. and um, So, you know, these are strong numbers. People are definitely tuning in. Just the main event seems like it should have crossed over a million, especially with the time slot it was given. That being said, uh, and I quote, right? And this is Tio. Um, he's, this is when he was caught with the hot mic during his post-fight. Fight's over. He's in his corner. He's relaxing. And, you know, he's having a conversation with the interpreter. And Obviously, the mic was hot, and I quote, he says, do I still have it? Obviously, asks T.O. Lopez to his handlers, uh, do I still got it? He repeated. So, 
you know, that went viral like I spoke. And, uh, you know, Tio obviously didn't like what people felt. So uh, he took to his social media account and, I, and he said, I know I got it. Remember, I'm giving you some, you all something to talk about it. So according to him, you know, um, he's now said that purposely to give us something to speak about, to give him, give us something to hate on him about, I guess. I, I, I have no clue. Uh, but it's T.O., right? And uh, we're just going to have to believe him. And see what happens. And go from there, really. So, I've I just been informed of uh, heavyweight Jeremiah Milton that may be coming in the studio. He got that big win on the Terrence Crawford undercard and uh, continues his undefeated streak. It would be good if he does come through. Uh, so we can get some information on Black Prime and how he was treated and uh, just his overall thoughts. I know, Brian. I did say no guess. Uh, this is, this is, I'm telling you, it's uh, been pretty interesting day to day, as you can see. No Danny. And now uh, I find out last minute we got Jeremiah on schedule. So uh, I'm, taking the, I'm taking the punches as they come. But we do got a super chat from Coach C. He says, everyone will be watching Tio, whether it be to watch him win or because you want to see him, excuse me, see his downfall. Everyone will be watching. I don't know. Uh, it was literally less than a million. Doesn't really sound like everyone. And uh, it was close to a million already tuned in to Keyshawn and Jared. So, again, I don't know. I don't know if that's uh, necessarily 100% accurate. Um, but we do got some callers. Looks like I got Amin and Essex. What up, champ? How are you? Oh, uh, give us a second while they cut that channel on. All right. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Listen, there's so many angles to talk about this Teal situation without, you know, kind of, you know, taking shots at it. I think it's fair. You know, he said it himself. Okay, it's entertainment. Well, I think, you know, he forget that it's, it's still boxing. And that's what Sandor Martin told the meaning when you don't have it together, like you seriously got to take a knee. It ain't no, I'm sorry, life. It ain't no way in hell he purposely knew the mic was hot and he was questioning himself to give people, what is he a fucking, uh, did he go to college for marketing or something all of a sudden? Like, come on, man. Or is he too concerned on marketing the takeover image that he failed to take over at Heisman Knight? If you want to relate it to Heisman Knight, he out here looking like Johnny Manziel. He out here looking like a bus. He out here looking like Ryan Leaf. Well, no, nah, let me not throw him under the bus. But he's a, he, I mean, seriously, I mean, if you continue to crash at this rate, he's almost crashing as fast as he rose. And on a night like that, you're supposed to take away from what's happening. You know, it wasn't even, it was the Heisman ceremony. You're in the ring entertaining with your fists, but the people that turned in for that entertainment, you left them with gossip. 
So, you know, I mean, what has he done career-wise? That's my issue. I recognize him as a fighter. I didn't know who he was. He looked confused. No jab, thinking he was just going to, like, bull rush this man. And so he was, like, trying to prove himself that he, like, I'm okay. I'm okay. Like, nah, nah. So, listen, he needs to just fall back and, um, you know, look at his whole situation. I know it sounds like it's being redundant, but what else do you do? It's like people don't want to necessarily see you have a downfall, but, you know, everybody, you know what I'm saying, rubbernecking. All my truck drivers, motherfuckers be rubbernecking. So if you happen to be in an accident, motherfuckers will take a peek and watch the carnage. So that's my call. Now, I so, want to hold up the line, man. Always, let me ask always you a question, though. Uh, is, is it safe to Lay say... It on me. I got time. Is it safe to say that you expected higher numbers... Yeah, and, and I can guarantee you the numbers would have been higher because you talk about retention. If they look at the fight and they're saying, okay, he's throwing some nice shots, he's looking good, he's looking confident coming forward instead of chasing, people would stay and watch to see if the knockout's going to happen. That's why people stood in and watched the Fury Chisora, you know what I mean? Because they knew at some point, when are they going to stop this, right? You don't blink from Jared Anderson because you're like, yo, I don't know when the knockout's going to happen. And with Tiafimo, again, if you craft yourself as a knockout artist, even though we know you can box, well, that's your problem you had as hype for the knockout. So if, if, if over 900,000 is watching or over a million is watching, it's going to dwindle down to, to the real hardcore fight fans and some casuals, you know, either because it's cultural, you know what I'm saying? Some Hondureños was tuning in. Puerto Rico adopted them. You know what I mean? You know, it's, it's other aspects to the viewership, you know? But, again, for the other guy, I don't think it's a bad number either, but um, it's ESPN and all its platforms, you know? Maybe a million would have been a baseline, you know? That's what I thought. I thought a million should have been a baseline. I think that they, it, it probably underperformed because, obviously, like you said, it was the Heisman Trophy ceremony. Like, I just expected so much more the way that they would, uh, you know... I don't know, the way that they were promoting this. But, but Ness, you have every right because, again, a ceremony where people are watching highlights versus an opportunity to create your own highlight. You get what I'm saying? That Absolutely. was Teal's fault, you know? And, and what, whether it was the pressure he put on himself or, you know, uh, you know whatever. Like, that's the way it goes, man. But listen, on, on another note, like, shout out to Top Rank. But given Sandor Martinez opportunity, because we talk about fighters like he could Blair Cobbett. He lost, but he won because everybody that watched that fight know that he won. So whether it's with top rank again or somewhere else, you know what I'm saying? Like maybe he gets the winner of Barbosa, um, uh, Barbosa and Pedraza, you know, because mm -hmm. I don't think Teal's in a position with that performance to get that no kind of way unless I'm tripping. Last thing, obviously, I'm putting a poll together. What trainer should Tio bring in to help out? Not replace. Bring in to help out. Should he go back to Joey Gamach? Should he bring in Robert Garcia? I'm throwing in Derek James, Ronnie Shields, because I can't really think anything else. Uh, should I swap out some names on this poll? Who, or are those four good choices? Those are four good choices. Um, uh, what about um, Capatio? What do you think about it? Or... Um, What's, who, who got um, Colbert? I forgot. I, I don't mean to be disrespectful. Arleano Sosa? Yeah. What do you think about Sosa? 
I mean, he's in New York. That's my 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 biggest thing is he's in New York. That might not be an option. T.O. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, T.O. is from Brooklyn or something like that, right? Like he might could train out there. I'm pretty sure he trained in New York when he trained with uh Joey Gamash. And, and that's if we're gonna change trainers, maybe he gotta change that aspect. Maybe he don't need camp at home. I mean, fighters are mercurial. We're all creatures of habit. So if if you find yourself with some habits that are not successful, you gotta change something. So maybe he do need to go away for training. So maybe that that could be the thing to bring him back to the grit. You know what I'm saying? Yep, yep. Um, well, all right. I mean. I don't even know. You see, I hate that YouTube gives us like these very limited options on the poll uh, because we only get four choices. And uh, really, coming to my head, I'm going to let another caller come in and see maybe can you guys shake it up because I want to, you know, I'm, I'm Ronnie Shields, Derek James, Robert Garcia, Joey Gamach is what's coming to mind. I, I can't. I mean, I guess Joel Diaz, maybe. What do you guys think about Joel Diaz? Uh, that that could be a good one. But let's go to Cincinnati. It's the Cobra. What up? Yo, yo, how you doing, man? I'm good, bro. Been a minute. Yeah, yeah. You know, I had to pop back in. I, I watched this fight very closely because, like, like most people, I hadn't watched uh, Martin fight before. I, all I know him for is, is beating Mikey, and I, I never did get a chance to go back and watch that fight, right? So I was excited to see T.O. just because, you know, he's just one of the guys, right? And so I've always been a little bit of a critic for him, but, like, after he beat Loma, I'm like, get a man some motherfucking credit. You know, he, he did his thing. And so... He had a little setback against Cambosis. You know, I think the number one thing, and I mean, putting out a lot of a lot of good points, my man just does not utilize a jab. And I think that's the difference in this game. And on his part, that might be his dad's fault. I mean, sure, it's his. He's the one in the ring. But at the end of the day, he might need to bring somebody in. You know, I think everything that he does is great. I think he lost the fight, personally. I watch very close. I think he clearly lost the fight. Mm. And then... Uh, on on the referee not counting that second knockdown. That second knockdown was more definitive than the first. I mean, maybe he could have got away with it, the first one not being a knockdown, but that was definitive. And maybe T.O. maybe won one or two more rounds than, than Martino, but with two knockdowns, come on, you lost. And, and we could see it on his face. You know, you can see, yeah, just like you said, like, you're not going to get me to believe that, ha, ha, I fooled you guys. Like, <laughs> like I mean, say, like, yeah, you, you're not a marketing, you're not a marketing genius, bro. Like, we, we, I, a couple of, you know what I'm saying? We did this before, so I know what it feels like. You question yourself sometimes when you don't, when you don't do the best that you can or the best that you know you're capable of. And it's okay, it just makes you human. But at the end of the day, he's going to have to have a conversation with his dad, like, yo, we need to bring somebody in. I got a couple people for you. I like Joel Diaz a lot because you really just, for him, you just really need somebody who, who utilizes a jab as a weapon. Like, mm -hmm. that's what T.O. needs to kind of get used to doing. Like, put that in the repertoire. You got it. Just use it. Bread man. Send in the bread man, maybe. It's East Coast kind of thing. I mean, thing. bread you know, man. In Brook oh, you say to him. I like bread man, but he, he got a lot of guys, though. No, 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 no. He actually don't, but he just got a big guy. 
He just got a big guy. He already got to uh, relocate for Keller Plant. They already locked in till March. You know, we need somebody to mm. focus on T.O., but I've been getting a lot of good suggestions in the chat. What you think about Jose Benavidez Sr.? Uh, yes. Yeah, because clearly, clearly, uh, Dave's putting the punches together. So if if there's anybody I believe that will at least utilize, because you see Dave Benet, he's sticking at Chad. The guy's got better from the last time I seen him, even though he was fighting a guy that wasn't that great. But goddamn, he looked amazing. And that's a scary dude. Like, I'm buying into the to the idea that, like, these dudes might be scared of Benavidez because I wouldn't want to fight the motherfucker. Look at it. He's supposed to be listed at, what, 6'1", but I think he likes 6'3 or 4, man. He, that dude is tall. He definitely so, is yeah. big. So, yeah, I, uh, yeah. What so about I think, yeah, Eddie Reynoso? No. No, I, I don't think so because I... Even though it, it may look similar, you know what I'm saying, the, the slick counterpunch and the quick move, and maybe that could be great for Tio, but I, I feel like his game is just slightly different than that. I think, he's, I think he's just more of a patient guy, and he just, you know, he wants to be a come-forward guy, but he, he might have to utilize some backing up. You know, he, he can't fight backwards. Mm. You know, so I don't know if Canelo's camp might be good for him. You know, even Canelo doesn't utilize. He just started utilizing that jab for real. So maybe, maybe not, but would they take him, though? I mean, that's a cultural shock, and it might be good for him to get away from, go sit out in Mexico a little bit, stay out of Brooklyn. Like, you know, he's young, he got a family. He's a young dude. How is he like 25? I don't know. We getting a lot of Philly recommendations. They giving the whole Philly up. You you said, Brad, man, somebody said yeah, Greg, Greg Coach Hackett. Somebody else said Coach Rell. Somebody else said Coach Bozianis. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. I don't they know said if, Gary uh, Russell Jr. Can you imagine? That would be a good <laughs> uh, publicity stunt. Um, you know, to get Gary Russell really Jr. <clears throat> yeah, I think so too. Yeah, well, I mean, Gary Russell is not. How old is Gary Russell? He's probably like my age. He's he close to thirty-five at least, but um, he's not that old, right? Like, nah, and, he ain't that old. So that that might be a great. Yeah, that might be a great little fit for him. You know what I'm saying? Get okay, they saying Ishmael Salas. That you might be good for him. Him. I think yeah. I think Salas might yeah, be good. Yeah, I think I like Because Salas runs a real tight ship. That's why people leave him. They don't like that he's so strict. Plus, he, yeah. he, he fucks with fundamentals. T.O. don't do fundamentals. T.O. is more explosive. I want to yeah. be Roy he, Jones. He, yeah. But listen, yeah, he and, can because, yeah. No, nah, no, nah, go ahead. Finish your sentence. I was just going to say, let me get to some other calls, but I'll, I'll do I that gonna, after you. Yeah. I was going to say he can... But I think uh, the way he does it is a little more technical. Like, he's not sloppy. Like, yeah, he puts his hands down. But I think, yeah, you're right. Somebody with a tight shit that says, no, bro, use this fucking jab. Like, use this, do that, do that, get to the point. And I think, I think we see a different T.O. Hmm. All right, brother. Well, let me get to some other callers. Uh, and thank you for calling in, obviously. Um, looks yeah. like... This is David Maldonado. What up? Yo, what's up, Nesta? What's good, man? Chilling, um, chilling. You know what? You know what? See, with, with trainers, you have to have a trainer that... A lot of those trainers are great trainers, but you got to have someone with chemistry. And I think... Um, I like Boozy Ennis, but I think a good chemistry with Tia Fimo based on the guys also 
someone that knows how to do the shoulder roll, and he's a slick trainer that also has fundamentals. I like Coach Anthony. Mickey Bay. I think Coach Anthony. Come on, man. Coach, Coach Anthony, Anthony ain't got the Mayweather juice. Is Mickey Bay? Yeah, but 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 feel don't mess with that Mayweather clan, bro. They be hating on him. I think um, remember Mickey Bay is also linked with the Haneys as well. I think Coach Anthony will be perfect. He's East Coast. He's Philly, but he's also based in Jersey a lot. He works with Tevin Farmer. That's a good guy for TFM to get some work with. Because Tevin Farmer's highly skilled. I'm very high on Tevin Farmer. I, I, I think Coach Anthony will be perfect with TFM, man. I'll be watching his videos with the heavyweight guys, Fast Eddie Chambers. Coach Anthony will be excellent. The guy knows how to communicate with him. He's very calm. He's Spanish. So they will have like a chemistry thing. And once again, he's right there. I think he's in South Jersey, if I'm not correct, man. He will so be you so you don't team, like man. you don't like Jose Benavidez Senior. Get that spawn no, with no, Rayo, the dude guys, that dropped those them. Guys, uh, yeah, the guy that got crushed by the Dominican, yeah, I know. Um, and this is not about that because I know you know you like to slam the teal, so we're not gonna do, we're not gonna do that. What we're talking about is the fact that we're talking about trainers. I think he will be perfect. Um, those guys are good, Benavidez. Canelo's guys are good, but those are those are basically Mexican-style trainers. You know what I'm saying? He needs somebody that can train him, that can work with the attributes that he has. Because Tiafimo does so why, to do a lot of Roy Jones things. So why are you not recommending the dude that took him to his biggest win of his career, the, the height? Like, you know, no one ever understood why he got rid of Joey Gamach. I, I don't know why neither. Whatever that was, that whatever it was is whatever it was. You know, they dealt with him. It's like you break up with somebody, you're not getting them back. You don't want to get back with them. Joey Gamache is a hell of a trainer. I know the guy personally. But I think, um, and I spoke to uh, T.O. Senior. He told me a few things that between me and him. But um, I think Coach Anthony would be perfect. Bro. I like Boozy a lot, too. I, you know who else I like? Mustafa Mickens. Oh, my God. Underrated trainer. That guy's yeah, going to have Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like someday. Mustafa. But T.O. ain't doing Mustafa that. T.O. ain't going Mustafa to Philly. Mickens should work with him. And he ain't going to ATL. Come on. you To, to, to train with Bozo, you got to relocate to Philly to go to the dungeon. And to train with Mustafa, you know yeah. you got to go to the temple in Atlanta. And T.O. ain't doing none of those things. He not a, he not Rocky no more, you know? He he, he, he Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. He, he Rocky Balboa. He got to get back to the grit, though. Yeah. I think, I think Coach Anthony would be the best one. The best one for him. But I got to go You know, Anthony is in New work. Jersey. But go ahead. Do your thing, champ. That's Thank you saying. for calling that's in. Perfect. Uh yeah, Anthony's in New Jersey. I don't know, you know, if that's a good spot. We got fresh New York with a five dollar super chat. He says Ishmael Salas, Jorge Capetillo, Bobby Santos, or Joan Guzman. One of these coaches would help Tio. That is a fantastic um suggestion. I do like Joan Guzman coming off a fantastic success with uh Jermel Charlo. Um Jorge Capetillo is the one that helped Tyson. Uh, I would like to see his cousin, Javier, get an opportunity. Javier has uh, guys like Luke Santa Maria. You know, um, that would be good. I see people saying Mark Breland. That would be good. That would be good. Ah, Pedro Diaz. That would be Good for Tio. Go back to Florida, train in Miami. Diaz loves that track. You know, you got a lot of young sparring out there because of the Muhammad Ali gym. That is a good suggestion. Damn. 
Coach Bomack? Yeah, I mean, listen, that's those are look, we seen what Bomack did with Jamel Heron, man. People thought Jamel was done. Bomack turned him around, brought him back, world championship status. So these are all great suggestions. And it looks like we got our guest, Jeremiah Milton, the heavyweight sensation. My man just got another win on Terrence Crawford's undercard on Black Prime out in uh, Nebraska. So we're going to get him in studio. We'll cut to the, our sponsor, Kenichi Bear. Make sure you check out Kenichi Bear and get some sets of Hibernation 5s. It is the holidays, and these are fantastic stocking stuffers. They work. Dozens of people in our community use them, and they use them to call in. There's no interference. Unlike most shit tooths, I don't have to say that when they're using these Bluetooth headsets, which also double as a gaming headset. So check out KenichiBear.com and get yourself a set of Hibernation 5s. Use the code TBV to save 15% off. Let's get Jeremiah in here. In the building, what's going on, champ? How are you? Yo, I'm good, big dog. How you doing? I'm good, man. Happy for you. Obviously, I watched you get the win uh, this past Saturday. That opponent was a bit surprising, though, right? <laughs> like, uh, it was definitely deceiving. You you know, that's those phrases in life. Don't judge a book by its cover. He has skill to be that big, or do you not think so? Am I over-assessing nah, no, him? No doubt. I mean, uh, you know what? Him being, like, as big as he was... There ain't really no film on him. His last couple of opponents, you know, they were just what they was. But, uh, yeah, he said he was going to show skill. And, uh, yeah, he showcased that. You know, he, he had a good little defensive self to him. He's just such a massive target, bro. Like, uh, it's, it's kind of funny, man, just to see, like, a big man uh, really moving like that, like, in, in a way that he could protect himself. You know, he, mm. was, he was good at that. So you had never seen or heard of him until he was on the table. Though, I'm going to be honest, like, I didn't even look up his, I didn't know his name until the week of the fight. Oh, wow. I, I knew I was fighting him, but, like, 
you know, he had one video online. Uh, you know, he was a big boy, but like he was bigger in person, uh, a lot bigger in person. We getting ready to do the um official way off, uh, weigh in. And uh I'm thinking, yeah, you know, he's big, he's gonna be about 320. Motherfucker jumped on the scale, they said 387. I said, Oh shit. Word. That, he yeah. was big, he was big. Yeah. He 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 stopped the knockout streak, man. You were you were uh headed down another streak. He did stop it. Was it something where you didn't mind getting the rounds or you just feel like the knockout shot wasn't there? No, nah, you know what? Uh, I've had a chance to kind of assess everything. And, um, you know, on behalf of my performance, you know, I think it was solid. But then I kept kind of looking for the knockout. You know, I really want those knockouts. I go by this name, Dreamland. Uh, I, that's what I go in there to do. That's what I go in there thinking, you know what I'm saying? Like, so there was opportunities where I was going to try to set up this shot, you know what I'm saying, to make it look, boom, capture that moment again on a big stage like that. Uh, I wanted it so bad, you know what I'm saying. I, I didn't really, uh, there were some things I got away from. Uh, you know, my coach was saying some things. Uh, my manager was saying some things, you know. So maybe a little bit too many chefs in the kitchen, you know what I'm saying, trying to get the, get the job done, you know what I'm saying. So... Hopefully next time it'll just be my coach. But Mike, my manager, he gave me some good advice in the corner too. Everybody was just enjoying the moment too much. For sure. Now, obviously, you know, you're being moved well. Like, you you stay on a hot card. You fought on Jake Paul card. Now you fought on Terrence Crawford's brand new Black Prime card. How was the treatment at Black Prime? Because now you've been with multiple networks. Uh, you fought on ESPN. You fought now on, you know, what was uh, the, the sh that was Showtime, right? When you fought on, on Jake Paul's card? Showtime. That was Showtime. And you got a Triller under your belt too, no? Uh, not, not a Triller yet, uh, but I mean, sure, you know, we just collecting all the pieces, you know? Exactly. <laughs> so how, how was the Black Prime treatment? Did you feel any, uh, did anything stick out that was different or was it like a normal fight for you? Nah, you know, um. You know, like we kept saying, like, this is a huge undertaking for BLK. Um, just because, like, you know, that was their first event, massive event. You know, you got pound for pound, best fighter in the world. You're trying to pull off everything. So, uh, yeah, it was it was really smooth. Uh, you know, they did a good job of uh, orchestrating things. And I think it, it ran just like about any, any other big show that I got to be on this year. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know what? Uh, shout out to BLK. It was a, it was a great experience. Yeah. So is it safe to say that you would be willing to work with them again? Ah, uh, no doubt, man. Um, you know, they showed a lot of love, a lot of interest. Um, you know, I think what they're doing is a is a very, very good thing for the sport, you know. Um, you know, it's not easy market to crack into this boxing. Uh, but uh they they did that with flying colors. Have you gone back and watched their fight? And how did you feel about the commentators they hired to do the commentating for your fight? Obviously, Antonio Tarver, Pauli Malinaji got to call it. Um, what did you think? Yeah, I think um, I think they were really solid. You know what I'm saying? I think they were uh, true to boxing. Um, you know, I learned some things from what Tarver had to say and what Paulie had to say, you know, and, and I was able to, I actually watched it for the first time last night. And so, uh, yeah, I thought uh, they had good, um, they were giving good commentary and they were really explaining boxing well. You know, they want, like, uh, you know, some of these, uh, announcers, you know, for other networks, they don't got nothing good to say about anybody, you know what I'm saying, even their own guys. Um, but, uh, you know, they, they, kept it, they kept it real, and 
I think the commentating was everything. Everything with the production was great. So obviously, you know, credit to your manager, Mike Leonardi, continuing to move you on so many different platforms, giving you a variety of of not only exposure, but, you know, opening you up to different demographics. Um, How's that been fighting on, you know, Jake Paul undercards, you know, now Bud undercards, ESPN, you know, how's it been being able to move around or do you feel you would be better suited with the security of one broadcaster. Nah, nah, I don't. I don't think there ain't no security in fighting, man. Fighting is fighting. Um, you know, uh, a show is a show. But I think, uh, I think it's good that I've been able to get this extra exposure. You know, these audiences are so different every time. Uh, you know, the fans that come out to a Jake Paul event, the fans that come out to see Terrence Crawford. Um, you know, there were definitely polar opposites. Uh, in the mix, but, you know, exposure, exposure, man. Dreamlands for everybody. So we just had Coach Kenny Ellis on our earlier morning show, and he obviously has a daughter that he's bringing up. He wants to make sure she gets four four-rounders, four six-rounders, four eight-rounders, four ten-rounders. Then, uh, what is your trajectory? Are you looking at it on a case-by-case? Is it, it depends on the opportunity makes you jump to the next level? Or you know, are you just waiting to sign, then do those things traditionally? No, no, I think, um, you know, hopefully this next bout we get will be the eight-rounder, you know what I'm saying? And it'll be something like uh, with, uh, you know, because this, this BLK thing, it, it came up. It, it didn't catch me all the way off guard, but it just, I didn't, I didn't know I was really fighting. Um, this year, I thought I would be fighting again next year, um, you know, so when that opportunity came up, sure, we had to jump at it. Um, and yeah, you know, we, we did another six, but, uh, you know, I like to, you know, revisit some things on the board for myself and get ready to jump into the eights and whatnot. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with development. And that's what I was asking. Is that the route you want, you want to take? Are you doing it this way because you want to continue to get rounds and make sure when they take that leash off, you ready, or are you doing it this way because it's, uh, opportunity? You know, so you're just waiting on the right uh, opportunity. No, nah, no, nah, I got you. I mean, of course, uh, you know, you got to you gotta move well. And, uh, you know, one thing about it, I, I got to see so many different styles in this one year. I fought five times, a lot of different bodies, uh, a lot of different body sizes, you know. You know, despite the, the viral knockouts and stuff like that, you know, I've, I've uh, got to see a lot of different boxing looks. I don't think too many people knew uh, much about what this Callaway was bringing. Um, but, you know, he hadn't been stopped. You know what I'm saying? A big guy, massive guy. My last guy, he was a bit of a mover and a runner. Um, you know, so, yeah, I think it's important to see all these uh, different styles and, uh, you know, see how I can, how I need to develop on different things like that. You know, I'm always keep it real, man. That's just me. You know, I'll, I'll look at things and, I, and I'm, I'm not my most critical critic. You feel me? I'm, I'm going to be in there trying to, figure out, like, yo, how do I set this up? What do I need to use more? Da, 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 da. Uh, and, yeah, you know, we're going to continue skinning all these cats. For sure. So, uh, did you catch Jared Anderson's? I did. I did. I mean, you know what? Uh, what made you watch that? That's the same day as you. You know, hey, 
first off, I, I plan to watch Jerry's fight, and then next day, you know, I'm fighting on the same day. So I'm like, well, I got to catch it later. And of course, it's the heavyweight division. I got to see who's out there moving and shaking. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to bust. I know he's calling out all these top 15s and stuff. But, you know, I'm, I'm on the door. You know what I'm saying? I'm coming. I'm making my way there right now. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, hey, we, we don't know what's going to happen within this next year or anything like that. But uh, I don't know. I mean, ain't, ain't no, ain't ever ran from no smoke. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? So, like, I'm headed straight towards the fire. You know what I'm saying? This heavyweight division. And there's things I need to do to make myself ready when I get there. What did you think of the performance, though? Um, I, I, I'll say it so you don't have to, and, and I plan on, you know, interviewing Jerry, but I felt like he was a little intimidated. Uh, you know, I felt like I seen a Mike Tyson effect where the man in front of you was automatically making you go back and, and you know, like even the left hand that he landed, head down, though. It's like, he, mm. you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Is that a thing? Like, You know what? He didn't look like, the force that we're used to, not the same one that fought the Big Bang, not even the one that fought the Michael Hunter. But, you know, you got to give Jerry credit where he, he's due. You know what I'm saying? The boy responded with a flurry of punches and, you know, he just kind of shut down. You can't do that in there with a guy like Anderson. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, the man is already high confidence. So, like, why, why go ahead and play into that? You're going to get hit, you're going to get hit. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's one thing about me. I, I don't care if... You know what I'm saying? I'm not in the sport to get hit, but, like, I ain't afraid of no damn punches. You feel mm-hmm. me? So, like, yeah, there was something a little bit different, but, you know, Jared showed what he needed to show and got him out of there. From the outside looking in, do you think he's ready for the people he called out? He wants Dubois, Dylan White. Hmm. Hargovich. Dubois, he did say Hargovich. Hmm. Mike Hunter. He said Hunter. He said Hunter. He what? said Hunter at the oh, very wow. last. Okay. The very last. And I know bit. that I know the dude that they signed the top rank. He also posted on his social media before the fight, like give him to him that he's fooled. Arslan Beck. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He wants the Arslan Beck. You know, like I say, high but confidence. It, it, like from what you see, obviously you looking at him as competition as well. Like, is he jumping too far? You think? Nah, he ready for them guys. Look, he's phenomenal talent, but anybody can get touched. You know what I'm saying? So, like, uh, you know, top rank and, you know what I'm saying, all the other organizations out there, you know, they got their guys, you know, of course. Um, and, uh, yeah, he'll, he'll have to just continue proving himself, you know. Um, this is a what have you done for me lately thing. And, I mean, yeah, he had a great night. So, you know, he, he's allowed to say all these things, but, you know, Certain people are going to have their own confidence, too. So I don't think you're just going to run in there and break everybody's spirit like that, respectfully. For know? sure. Uh, do you think if Salida called Leonardi, would you take a Franklin fight or you still need to get through those eights, tens, then a 12-rounder? And right. I mean, Jermaine Franklin that just fought... Oh, Jermaine Franklin. Dillian White. Yeah, yeah, of course. I like right now. Yeah. You think you could jump yeah. right now? He he's yeah. like twenty Look, fights in, ain't he? Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, you know, but thing about it is, and that's the thing with Jared is putting on these guys. He's putting youth and he's, he's putting his youth on them. Yes. You know what I'm saying? He's putting his youth on them, and that's showing. Uh, you know, I, I'm a fresh fighter. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I got a lot of gas in me. You know what I'm saying? I got a lot of go. And anybody that's willing to take those risks that are gonna like, you know. Don't don't try to exchange with me, you know what I'm saying? Don't don't you better sit back like last buddy and it ain't gonna win you a fight looking for one little shot. But you know, uh, yeah, like um, 
you know, I would entertain that. I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to discredit anything the man has done. You know what I'm saying? Like for me, I just want to get a couple more performances underneath my belt before I can let my mouth, you know what I'm saying, sound a little bit reckless too. Because I mean, like everybody's gonna have their opinion, but I ain't coming to this sport. You know what I'm saying? Even when I was an amateur, even back in the day, I ain't coming here to uh, to let anybody else shine. Who would do that? You know, so of course, that's how I think. You know, I think of myself as one of the best in the world, you know, and um, that's my mentality every time. Like I say, when I go out there, I go for my respect. Well, you're still extremely young for heavyweight standards, so you got more time. Uh, it's like you said, though, Anderson is putting that youth on guys. Um, what's your thoughts on the other Jared, or rather Jarrell Miller, big baby? Uh, where is he on your sights? Do is he even, you know, someone you think about, or you feel like he's gotta continue to get active since his, you know, not from Grace, or is that uh, someone you'd entertain, or you do you still need a couple for before you get in there with Big Baby? Nah, respect. And I mean, obviously yeah. Jarrell Miller before Jarell. they clip this and they like, yeah, yeah, Jarrell Big Baby Miller, respectfully. To him, uh, I, there's a lot of people in this world to fight. I, I could care less to fight that dude. He's a, he's a drug guy. Mm. You know what I'm saying? He's been on too many drugs. He's been busted too many times. I wouldn't even want to spar the dude because, you know what I'm saying, he probably using stuff in sparring. Um, this, this is a dangerous-ass sport, man. And uh, I don't see how they allow people to just, you know, get caught multiple times and come back. You know what I'm saying? Like... Yeah, I wouldn't want to drink any water from the man. You know, if he hand me a bottle of water, anything, I don't, I don't want to be associated with that dude at all. Mm. And uh, that's just because, like, you know, you could sit here and be like, oh, yeah, it was this and that, and yeah, I changed. But, man, you willing to cheat. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't, you'll never, you'll never hear a story like that from me. I'm, I'm going to be checking anything anybody ever gives me or something like that. Like, but you getting popped for every substance, <laughs> probably known to man. Uh, that's that's ridiculous, man. So, uh, yeah, I I wrote him off years ago, even before I was pro. Um, yeah, I don't, I wouldn't want to be associated with him. For sure, you had a, a very busy twenty twenty two. Do you foresee your this new year being like? Cause man, five fights is a lot. That's that's a lot, especially not to be signed to a major promoter. Like that's a lot of fights. You were blessed. Yeah, I was super blessed, man. Uh, and like I say, uh, you know, I. I figured we'd be wrapping it up at the four, but then the fifth came, and it's just like, that's amazing, you know? So, uh, yeah, it's definitely something that I want to prepare myself to look forward to maybe even doing again, you know? Um, if if I'm doing my training, if I'm in the right position where I need to be and I'm ready to go, you know what I'm saying? I don't ever turn my head to no no action. So do you let your manager do the managing, or, or are you a vocal guy? Because I'm like, man, did you not? Like, ask Jake to be the first MVP heavyweight because they don't got a heavyweight, man. And yeah. he making moves out here for people, well, for his fighters. I mean, yeah, you see me, I'm rocking the better. No, I you know. Feel I, me? See, I see you got sponsored <laughs> you know by his uh, betting site. Yeah, yeah, you know, um, um, we're going to have to just see what this next year unfold. I mean, you know what? I'm going to definitely have to be more selfish in my approach, vocalizing things that I need here and there. Um, but, you know, like I say, my manager's been doing a great job of putting me on these stages. and. You know, I'm I'm always with the people. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm always with the faces that need to be 
You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I'm standing with the, the Crawfords, and, you know, people might not like it, but the Jake Pauls of the sport, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I, I'm around the eyes, you feel me? So, uh, Shoe Palace came on for this last sponsorship as well. You know, shout out to them. Um, and they loved the content. They loved everything that I did, you know. Uh, so, uh, yeah, investing in myself, that's always been my, um, that's always been my MO. Uh, for sure, man. Uh, it, it, it's been working out for you, you know. Uh, there are a lot of other heavyweights that are not in this position. You know, you think of the George Aries, the Cassius Chaney's, you know. They're not getting this level of exposure uh, that you are, and uh, they don't have a busy year like you just had. So, uh, you know, where, where some of us might think that signing to a major is a good thing, you've somehow been able to, you know, have a great year uh, as an independent. Um, but do you yearn to be too signed to a big promoter, or do you think you and your manager could continue to get it done? Because, again, you've had a phenomenal year. Yeah, I mean, you know what? I always said that my career was just going to be different. You know what I'm saying? So, like, here's the thing, too. Like, I'm still in my, my early stages of building. So, like, you know, people ain't supposed to be talking about my fights, but it's it's my performances. It's... Uh, you know, my performance has got me in the door with this BLK, you know? Um, it's not like you you bringing somebody and being like, yo, I got this guy. Nah, just look at the tape. You know what I'm saying? Watch the tape, boom, plug and play. So, uh, you know, if I continue to put on these performances like I do, got to clean it up, man. I got to go by this dreamland. I got to live by that. You know what I'm saying? I, but I got to, I gotta, you know, be smart about how I get the knockout. Um, but, you know... Shit, I ain't no secret. I love to get the knockout. You know what I'm saying? I want that. I wanna, I wanna give entertainment. So uh, yeah, I'll continue to give these performances like I do. And uh, you know, these doors will continue to just open up and walls will fall down. I got Israel Weber. Obviously, uh, no question. He says, when next in Oklahoma hit me up, lunch on me as always. Oh, man. Shout out to Izzy. James Valdez, San Antonio says, AJ versus Wilder, who wins and how? Wilder. Mm. Easy. I mean, yo, Wilder has that eliminator. He has that factor. Um, you know, and Malik's got him moving well. You know what I'm saying? He's uh he's able to be a lot lighter on his feet now. It looked like things are coming together. We didn't get to see much in that last return fight, but it was how he set it up. It was um, you know, it it was a glimpse of something there. Um, you know, AJ, he just, he'll still have to figure out his mental balance, you know? This next one. Do you think DeAndre Savage could beat De Dewan Calloway? I was impressed with <laughs> Calloway's defense for a man that size. His shell and ability to parry the jab was a big surprise. Yeah, yeah. Savage ain't no Calloway. Savage should have been the opponent for this week. Uh, really? Oh, man, come on. What you this, mean? Y'all sent him an offer? Yeah, well, he responded like a week later, and we got the show got to go on, man. We ain't waiting So y'all sent him an offer, though? Yeah, yeah. And then he, for the Black Prom fight. Come on, man. Why wouldn't you leak that to me, man? Uh, We've been following this shit forever. <laughs> we done put the pressure on his ass. He been hey. wanting that fight. Was uh, he, it decent, though? Is he going to be like, come on, man, that's the offer me peanuts. I don't know. I don't. I can't say. I can't say what the offer would have been. But like, here's the thing. Like, he didn't even respond until a week later. But did you, you know? send it him or to Lovejoy? No, it, it went directly to him. And I mean, he has seen it, and then you know, he just didn't 
he then he was gonna, you know, what I'm saying, get his pieces together. But uh, you know, it was my management. They he reached well, at least, out. Yeah, I mean, uh, shit. You know? If you sent one, you can send another. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, but you know, I'm 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 about I'm just so over the savage thing. Maybe you know, maybe I'm a I'm gonna just continue to bully on Greg Hardy for a bit. Mm. <laughs> Bruh, you sure you want there. that big boy? Come on, man. I just nah. had a big boy. Nah, nah, nah. But Hardy moving way different than uh he could be hit. He could be hit. Obviously, he could be Rock hit, Rockman but he, it looked a, like he could take a punch. Nah, I don't think he could take a punch. Rockman just ain't punching. Ooh. Yeah. That's real. That's no no cap, man. I'm not coming from no uh, place of mouth. Don't Rockman got a deal? Because he could, he, could, he could easily turn this into you being his tune-up. Rockman got a tune-up. Rock, Rockman. I'm just a, saying, he, he is further along in his career than <sighs> you. He got the TV deal. He just coming over laws. You know, an eight and no fighter. What? What? Um, how many boxing bouts was this for Greg Hardy? Shit, maybe one or two. Oh, okay. But he big as hell. <laughs> yeah, he big. Yo, people be Yo, big all the time. Size, like look at what Fury did. Fury taught big boys how to fight. Like he, he, you know, you lean yeah, yeah, on yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, but... yeah. he had, man, he rolled that shit. Yo, he killed Rockman <laughs> with that roll. That was such a lazy-ass punch by Rockman, though. He threw it like this. Like, you know what I'm saying? That punch wouldn't have knocked out my little cousin. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my, my little cousin could have rolled that. So you, just to be clear, because again, you do want more for, more fights. Yeah. Not for Greg Hardy. You don't need no more fights. Like, if Misfits Boxing, DAZN calls you and they want you and Hardy next, you ready? Absolutely. Oh. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. For Greg Hardy, absolutely. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, come on, man. Like, like, yeah, he a big guy, but, like, you can make them big boys lay down. You know what I'm saying? And, I mean, you know, yeah, I just fought a big dude, but he was defensive-minded. Uh, he was very calm. But what if calm. Hardy does the same? Hardy ain't going to do that. Hardy, it's And too... it looked like that fat is like a shell, man. Nah. Like, you can't hurt fat boys to the body. Nah, 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 nah. The way, the way he was getting hit clean, if that would have been me hitting him like that clean, Rockman had a phenomenal first round, but his thing, he have a mental spurt. It's like... The first sign of it, and going into the second round, he thought he got hit in the back of the head. He immediately checked out. Mm. He looked over at the ref. Oh, ref. Oh, ref, I think I think I got punched in the back of the head. Like, you can't check out in there. You know what I'm saying? You, then you become dog food, you know? This is not the sport for that, you know? So if you want to complain and pat yourself, feel pity patty. I mean, I used to feel exactly like you, I promise. Mm -hmm. But I, 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 I literally lived through that Pritchard-Cologne fight, and I was one of them dudes saying Pritchard's on some pussy shit. And look, come, stop complaining. to. And then my man, come on. I feel oh, no. horrible now. No, no, that's, that's, that's yeah, the but extreme. The, but that's what the, if Rockman like, yo, ref, and then the next round he can't answer it because of that back. Like, I watched that Warrington fight, man. Refs need to do something because that's true. you guys might that's not make true. it out the rings, look, man. And, and I mean, we know that going into the fight. We know that. So, I mean, like, my thing is, yeah, you can you can give the complaint, but don't check out of the fight. His demeanor changed. Mm. He stopped moving. He was doing phenomenal. It's four rounds, bro. You you should be able to, no matter the size, it's four rounds, dog. Oh, no. You're a seasoned pro. Signed, well, you're right. You're right. A seasoned pro versus I a novice like Greg Hardy should not be able to, I, I guess what you're saying, but he is Huge man, that ring gotta be smaller when he in there. Yeah, I guess we'll just have to see what happens. <laughs> well, 
<laughs> Let me get to these other questions. I got Canna uh, in Nebraska. Congrats on the win. I know your brand is Dreamland, a.k.a. KOs, yes, but a win is a win. My question is, I'm noticing you're going from promotion to promotion getting fights. Who are you with? And if you had a choice, one promotion, uh, where would you go? Hmm. You know what? I, I just, I enjoy what Top Rank do. Uh, I'm with um, Victory Sports, Mike Leonardi right now. That's my manager. Uh, and Rick Torres are both, you know what I'm saying, continue to put me on the biggest stages. Um, you know, definitely shout out to that. Give me this great exposure. Uh, you know, I got a good relationship with Top Rank because I've fought on their cards multiple times um, back home in Tulsa. Would love to get a fight out here in Vegas. So whoever gets me in Vegas first, that'll be my first, you know, that'll probably be my favorite after that. You think you'll do better or just as well? Because you're from Tulsa, though. You know what, man? But, like, it's my performances, man. Like, you know what? Uh, so you think they'll travel? Yeah, people are going to travel. I got people here now. You know, it's crazy. I got I got some people here now. It's growing. I, you know, it ain't on the level of where it need to be. For, but, but you got to get over... Like some of that, like I I agree with the with the building up, you know, certain fighters and stuff. But like, here's the thing: they loved my fight in Omaha. I'm not from Omaha, and I had people travel. I did, but you know, the bulk of them was there for Crawford. Now, what I needed was I needed a great viral knockout. You know, what I'm saying like I did on the Jake Paul card, a good knockout uh, to get. You know, what I'm saying everybody just going crazy because like. People ain't digesting media the same way, you know what I'm saying? That's mm -hmm. why I say Dreamland is for everybody, man. Like, like if I was just depending on my city and it's love out of my city, like I wouldn't be where I'm at, man. I got eyes on me from across, across the pond, you know what I'm saying? And all this has been happening, you know, with me being out here in Vegas and you know connecting with guys like yourself, you know, and uh, you know also my performances. So like. Uh, yeah, man. You know, we we coming off of uh, strange times where people are just in the house more, and uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm getting I'm getting views from places and people message me from all over. It ain't it ain't about my city no more. Now I'm I'm a, I'm, I'm boxing. Mm -hmm. Nah, it is a global sport, man. Um, I got my producer who thinks he's a comedian. He said, "Did you get black?" Youngster's autograph at the press conference. Yo. And did you know he was fighting Cyborg on the same card? Bro, why well, I called him Lil Boosie. Hey, oh, oh y'all burnt up for that. Hold up. Don't get me involved like that. Shout out to my black women. <laughs> Yo. Uh, yeah. Ooh. So the next one is James Benitez from Huntsville, Alabama. What's your thoughts on Bud's Busted gloves. If you was the opponent and that happened to you, would you want a no contest or to be compensated or something? I'd be mad as hell. Now nah, we got to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, uh, I was watching the fight live and we seen the round where he came out and the, the ref was checking the gloves. I thought maybe the tape or something came off. You, you can't hear nothing when you're yeah. in there live. And then uh, that was the round, but he got knocked out. <laughs> So, I mean, uh, you know, <sighs> me personally, yeah, I got to ask some more questions. But uh, do you think David was able to see how bad the gloves were? 
Who called it? Who 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 called it? Did they? Did, who who said? Who said? Because I I haven't watched the fight back online. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I just see that 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 he went to the corner, yeah, and they got like two ring officials in red shirts looking at him. Well, apparently they said they were possibly going to change them the next round, but that was the round that was over. So, mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, you know, I I stick with rival. Rival's my brand. We don't we don't have those problems. But uh, but uh, have you ever used Everlast? I haven't used Everlast, and they they said it was a a problem with just the material. You know, yeah. everybody was a bad trying to, batch of leather. They said, yeah. You know, and, and that could happen, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, especially when you're trying to do, like, I think he had, like, a, a Christmas design going on with, like, some sparkly gloves. You know, we we try to entertain people, too. And, you know, I don't think it was, uh, I don't think it was intentional. No, that man is Terrence Crawford, man. He's a, he's a phenomenal fighter. He was going to get it. Probably regardless, you could have put him in any brand. Um, but, yeah, that's not a good look. Hmm. I got Lids Low, Decatur, Georgia, who says, how many times you want to fight next year? I see you had five fights this year. You know, it's crazy. I was asking for six this year, you know, but I knew I was going to at least fight four. Um, and we got the fifth. And fifth five fights was solid, bro. <laughs> like, you know what? Uh, if I could fight another five next year, or really it's just, it's just about, you know what I'm saying? Like, I would like to know a little bit more, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I got my dates planned out, then boom. You know, I'm all in. I, I ain't got no time for nothing else. Uh, but, yeah, when great opportunities come up, you got to take them. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I just want to stay busy. Hopefully. But that's made it difficult, though, right? I mean, I'm sure some of these opportunities that you took and were successful, you weren't 100% ready because they were, like, yeah. out-of-nowhere opportunities. Yeah, you never... And that's the thing, you know what I'm saying? Like personal life and things like that, you know, you're never going to be 100% ready. But, like, you know, that is boxing sometimes. And I know my talent. Um, shoot, I, I enjoyed my year, man. I got to go to Jamaica. Uh, I was just coming back from Jamaica. And I was enjoying myself, you know, eating that jerk chicken. Did you go to the grill? <laughs> no, no, we went to going to um, Montego. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Montego. So, uh, but, nah, uh, that was a, a lovely trip, man. I. Look, man, I had a hell of a year, man. So I'll be in those trenches all next year. So is there anyone that you're looking at? Because you are 37 uh, in America, you know, uh, which puts you on that first page, man. So that means that these matchmakers going to be looking at you and sending you these opportunities. Um, have you sparred Tabidi being from Vegas? Oh, yeah, no, me and Tabidi, we would spar a lot. You know, I actually helped him uh, leading up to, what was that, uh, his uh, fight with uh, the Beast. Mm -hmm. <coughs> you think he's going to fill out and be a, a decent heavyweight? I think he'll continue to fight up a heavyweight and come down if, if it makes sense. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, he'll probably tell you, you know what I'm saying, he knows he's not the biggest guy to be a heavyweight, but he's so damn skilled, you know, for certain fights, you know, um, you know, he can, he can, he can make that happen. You know, he can't, I, he wouldn't probably run in there. I'm not going to say can't, but he wouldn't probably run in there with like some, you know, crazy giant dudes. Cause that's just, you know, that it's a heavyweight division. And I mean, yeah, he's coming up. So like, I think he might've been like 215 for that fight, but he's, he's very skilled. Have you heard of this heavyweight, uh, Mike 
Balogun or Balogan. Yeah, Balogan or Balogan. He's like 39, though. Mike Balogan. Balogan. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard of him. He's like 20, you know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the one that. Who is that guy? He beat uh, Morrison. Damn. Oh, really? Yeah, he, he was one of those ones on that trilogy. Oh, card. he beat Trey. Yeah, he beat Trey. Oh. Yeah. Um. Damn, but he's 39. Yeah. No, I mean, um, God, look, we'll we'll get somebody next year. He number seven in, in America. Really? I mean, box yeah. rec, box Okay, rec. box rec. Box you know, that Lippy fight yeah, probably yeah. Bo- boosted oh, him. Oh, yeah, yeah, because Lippy was, what, 18, 19, and 0? Yeah, that, that um, probably boosted him a lot of points. Yeah, that was a good, a good come up. Uh, looks like we got one more came in late, but in the meantime, in between time, go ahead and give out your social media for anybody watching. Yo, absolutely. So you can follow me over on Instagram at dreamland underscore Milton. That's dreamland underscore Milton. That's usually where I be at. Um, I also got a Twitter. I'm still working on figuring out my Twitter. That's just dreamland Milton. Uh, so yeah, either one of those two platforms is usually like where you'll see like my latest updates or what I'm up to. What you thinking for uh, a Jogba versus Rivas, man? Uh, you know what? I think FA, <laughs> I think FA gonna FA gonna shut him out. Okay, you know what I'm saying FA is a phenomenal uh, fighter. Um, you work with him? Yeah, yeah. We actually we were sparring. Um, great work, great work. We uh we sparred for that Tulsa top rank card. Um, I think it was back in August. Yeah, so like he fought. Um, he fought right before me or after me. I can't remember. We were, we were getting ready with each other for that for that fight. But you didn't spar. No, we sparred. We sparred. Oh. Yeah, we put in uh, we put in a lot of rounds. I know you ain't supposed to talk about sparring, but did you find it easy to land like the hook on him? And I only say that because he really doesn't throw combinations. He's only one two. You know, um, I feel like he's improved since the Frank Sanchez fight. You know, he was dealing with injuries. Um he had, uh, you know, some elbow issues or something like that. And now he did the surgery. So after the surgery, uh, you know, I think he's back to being more prime. You know, like everybody has their skill sets and stuff like that. He ain't just like some guy that's going to be giving you the, you know, but but he's very effective at what he does. Mm. That's a good fight, man. You know, uh, yeah. Rivas did good versus Dillian White. You know, whatever happened, happened there. But uh, I think that he's still a good heavyweight, even though he went down to Bridger. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see how uh, F.A. does there. But uh, Jeremiah, that's seen... Oh, actually, New York Bullet says, what's good, champ? When do you see yourself fighting for a title? Everybody rushing. You know what? Uh, That's the thing, too. I get excited, you know what I'm saying? And I think my career is going to just move faster. I've been saying that. You know, one day they'll be able to look back and be like, yo, he was right. But, you know, I do got to exercise some patience here and there. Um, right now, I want to get back in the lab with my coach. I've already been back in the gym since getting back. You know, I, I'm just less on social about it. But I'm, I'm working and, uh, you know, I'm adding to my craft. And I'm, I'm coming I'm coming with some heat next year. Like, you think I, I delivered some stuff this year. This year was cool. This was the warm-up. Next year, I'm, I'm just, I'm on fire. Hmm. Uh, well, those are all our questions. I, I do want to thank you, obviously, for coming in. If you want to direct anybody to any websites or anywhere that you want the audience to check out other than your social media that you've given out, please do so. If not, we could wrap it up, gentlemen. Catch me on the next one, 6 a.m. tomorrow morning, Pacific Standard Time, 9 a.m. Eastern. 
Any final messages on uh, social media, anything? Yo, I just want to thank everybody for, you know what I'm saying, staying up to date with me, for following me along while I was on this journey. You know what I'm saying? Five men tried this year, five men failed. You know, let's go ahead, take it into 2023, keep that same energy. Uh, yeah, it's up. It's a dreamland. All right. Thank you.